hello, hello. We here, y'all. Uh, I gotta figure out how to use shit. It's telling me something. And connected USB. Using too much power to re-enable USB devices. Bitch, what are you saying? If this shit ain't recording, somebody gonna have to go. Somebody is gonna have to go. Somebody's gonna get the bad Google review. Okay. I am I am a top Google reviewer. Google be pumping my head up. I don't know if it actually means a goddamn thing, but Google be pumping my head up because I go a place, okay, and you get the how was you know, this restaurant or whatever, right? And, you know, and if I don't, if I don't leave a review, it'll send me an email. It'll be like, your reviews have been viewed this many thousands, hundred thousands of times. You are in the top 10% of like restaurant and venue reviewers. So, I, you know, that shit, that shit went to my head. Google's a big fucking deal, right? And uh, yeah, bitches be out here playing. They be out here giving out. Y'all like my little Santa mug for the viewers. My little, not Santa, Lord, this is a snowman. I ain't ready for winter, but here we are. But yeah, uh, I mean, like, people really be out here giving bad service. Like, Google don't exist, baby. I go right to Google, okay? If your shit ain't popping on Google, I'm not I'm not stepping in there. There's been plenty of places that I had a great relationship with, left some great reviews, people love my reviews, and then they fucked up. They fucked up and they lost my good review. So, look, all I'm here to say is don't sleep. Don't don't get it misconstrued. I may look like a very humble girl, but I will go straight to fucking Google and I will attempt to ruin your life. I will ruin your fucking life. That's just me. Call it petty betty. But I stay on the Google reviews and Google didn't pump me up. Google wants this. The algorithm has begged this of me. I want to talk about that algorithm too one of these days. But man, I can't. Like I can't with y'all. Y'all be out here giving bad business. So I remember I saw a chick this off topic because i don't even know what the hell i how i even started with this but we used to this right come on now y'all know i am how i am adhd a little bit a little bit um but yeah <sighs> so we started i believe this is when we first started quarantining and you know you at home and i at least for me i started feeling kind of ugly you know i'm like i'm sitting in the house and everybody got a filter on you know Everybody in, and they filter on their TikToks and their lives and their IGs and shit. And I don't know this. I just think everybody's just fucking flawless, right? My dumb ass. And so I said, uh, you know, I just started looking at myself going, damn, bitch, there's some shit you could work on. So I started whitening my teeth. My teeth were never really like, you know, but I drink coffee. I smoke cigarettes back in the day. Here and there, I'll still smoke one socially, you know. Um, marijuana, you know, all of that adds to uh you know staining your teeth right but i do very well i go to my dental appointments every six months um you know i stay on top of my chain with toothbrush out i got my you know my electronic brush and i change that out and i make sure i do what i gotta do right flossing daily y'all yeah i got on the same shit from the last one because don't worry about that it's logistics okay you focus on you okay all right but um yeah so I, uh, for those who are looking, you you know, I gotta remember, we got listeners and viewers, right? But, uh, so yeah, I, I don't play with the Google reviews. So I fucked around and I got caught slipping because typically I do not play with the fucking Google reviews. Before I have anybody do anything, pay for any services, especially if it's gonna be anything out of my pocket that I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna think about 
twice. I'm making sure it's worth my money, you know? Um, or before I take a trip, you know, gas ain't cheap. Y'all know what the fuck we out here prostituting for this for this gas at this point. And Biden don't give two fucks. He really don't care. Um, so yeah, I I said, hey, let me go ahead and uh do microblading. Now, for those of you who don't know, microblading is when they do it's a tattoo on your eyebrows. It's cosmetic permanent makeup. Okay. Um, I have very naturally thin eyebrows. They, they, they scraggly. It's very much given. I got dragged on my face out of a burning building. Like it's just, it's bad. Okay. Um, so I said, fuck that. I'm gonna go on here and hook these bitches up. I'm sitting at home, you know, and I'm a, I'm a very, uh, low key, low maintenance girl. So I don't like having to do makeup, all of that shit. Like this is, this is a lot for me. Okay. Um, and so I, you know, I wanted to wake up with at least a frame on my face because your eyebrows really do frame your face. It gives you, you know, expression, all of that. Uh, so I go to Groupon, eh, 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 strike one, right? And as soon as I told this story to a couple girls, they were like, bitch, you knew. I'm like, you know, why don't Groupon's been so good to me? Obviously, I just thought I could confiar in this all, right? And I could not. I could not trust Groupon because I get to the place. The first red flag should have been that she was late getting there in the beginning, right? I had to wait on her or come back or some stupid shit, right? I get there. It's very much giving like, yeah, we do microblading and shit, but we also might do some abortions in the back. Like it was very much giving like, bitch, we might got some unbiblical cords laying around in a fucking bucket over here, okay? And I stayed. I don't know. I stay, call it what you may. I'm, I'm a Grammy girl. You know, I like the hole in the walls. I don't know. I, I take a little risk here. Right. But I should have known because this is my fucking face. So this just tells you how out of my mind I must have been. Um, I get in there and this bitch, she, you know, she seemed like she knows what she's doing. She's talking about, I looked on their webpage. She had like pictures of work and it looked like it was decent work. And they did like, you know, uh, the lip shit, you know, where they poke your lips up the Kylie Jenner shit. Uh, injections and shit and so she's got all these fillers in her face and you know and and they do the lashes and shit so I came in there for like a lash and eyebrow special so she does it like a little stroke to uh you know a test patch or something to see make sure I have an allergic reaction and blah blah I come back right typical right so I do that everything's good to go I schedule for my next appointment I'm supposed to come back um, the chick is late again and like reschedules or just something stupid where like I had to wait on her or come back like two hours later. So very unprofessional. And I let this slide again. These were all very much, we're at like three, four red flags now. So I go in that bitch for the, the real session. This whole does my shit. I, I don't know how it's supposed to go. Right. I had a tattoo before, but it's been years and I've never had, you know, cosmetic anything right so i don't fucking know i'm listening to her like i said she showed pictures on her site so i just trusted that these were her her work and she knew what she's doing this bitch she tells me so she does it and she's like stroking and she's like making harder strokes in like one section and she can't figure out why the ink's not staying and it's your skin and it's your eyebrow and like then it just became very much combative and like it's my fault that i have a face you know the face the very face that she gets paid to do um so i'm like okay what the fuck the girl did my lashes my lashes start falling out within they're supposed to last like six four to six weeks then bitches was like all oh, like 80 percent of them were gone within a week 
Okay, fucking fucked up. And then I left with these brows. The bitch tells me, so she has, I'm going to show pictures. Anybody who's going to watch this, you can pull it up on YouTube. I'm going to show you the goddamn pictures of what she had me looking like. Be prepared to fall the fuck on the floor. You can roast me. My daughter did. Um, I'm now strong and harder, harder, uh, you know, as a rock <laughs> because <laughs> that girl lit my ass up. Okay. She's like, bitch, <laughs> my daughter, she can call me bitch. But she's like, ma, you look surprised as hell. What is going on? You look like one of those cartoons. She was, I mean, she just, she was lit. She was lighting me up. So roast me in the comments. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so she drew my shit on there. She told me, don't wash the, the lymph and the ink off. And I'm like, what? And usually when you get a tattoo, they, that's the first thing they tell you. When you get home, wash that shit. She's like, don't wash it. Leave it. Leave it. And I'm like, so I got to walk around looking like this? And I mean, when I tell you, they look like just too penciled on. Like, it's very cartoonish. Like, you know, like my, you know how those cartoons when they draw and the eyebrows are like hovering over their head? Like they're out like in 3D. That's what the fuck that shit look like on my face, bro. I look like a straight up throwback Nickelodeon. Like what the fuck? Ren and Stimpy on my face. Like for real. So I start, you know, as I'm getting roasted by people that love me and others, I'm starting to realize something is wrong. <laughs> and I'm like pissed because I can't like I, I had a photo shoot I couldn't do. I was like embarrassed to go places like it was bad. Um, and so then eventually, you know, I was able to wash it or whatever she said to do where the, the, the layer of the lymph, you know, so that's a scab. It's basically a scab and the pus sitting on your face with the ink. And it just looks crazy, right? Like somebody drew it on with a Sharpie. So once that all kind of scabbed and, and went away, I, I was looking like, I look like a goddamn, like a test dummy. Like somebody fucking took me and crashed me and brought me back and was like, here, go live the rest of your life without your fucking eyebrows. Tell them you lost them in the war. Like, this is what the fuck I look like. It was bad. And uh, yeah, so I was pissed. This bitch straight up did not show up for my follow-up. I was like, okay, this should look crazy. You need to fix this. I, she's like, oh no, you gotta do another session. Da, 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 da. You're, you're, don't panic, you know? <laughs> like it was very, very flippant, very much like, bitch, you're tripping. I know what I'm talking about. So my dumb ass is gonna give her another chance to fix it. But I get there and no one's there at the office. The door's closed, they're locked. No one's answering, what the fuck, bro? And they had me come out there for nothing. It's a drive, like it's not a short drive. So I was pissed, I was done. Then I go to, uh, and so she doesn't call me. She doesn't answer the phone. Like she just had me out there and just did nothing. Right. So then the next day after I left all my angry messages and I think, I don't even think she answered my messages. I think ultimately the only reason she called me was because I went to Groupon and left a bad review and I lit her ass up. Okay. I was like, I don't know about this place. It looked like they in there killing cats in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what the fuck they doing in here, but bitch, you go in there, you playing with your life. Like I really went the fuck in. Um, like this bitch got me out here looking like a whole goddamn animated character. Like this shit ain't cool. So she calls me when she see the review, take that shit down. Nah, bitch. She was like, well, you're, you don't understand. You, um, I, I, she blamed it on a medical issue. She tried to say something about she had a miscarriage or some shit. Now I'm a woman and I have a lot of sympathy for childbirth and mothering and family issues and health issues, but bitch, don't you ever try to get some fucking sympathy out of me 
for some shit you volunteered to do to me that I paid for and you fucked up and then continue to fuck up by not being professional and not showing up when you're supposed to to correct the issue, if you could even do that. Technically, I don't think she was able to fix the issue. Um, and then you try to gain some fucking sympathy from me and actually gaslight me. Like, it was like, nah, bitch, you tripping because I had a miscarriage. Like, bitch, how the fuck was I supposed to know? And what that got to do with you scheduling me to come in this bitch and not picking up the phone and telling me that, you know what I mean? I was in the hospital. Da, 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 da. Okay, well, I'm sorry about all of that. But that was very unprofessional. Then she goes in to start saying, and you didn't take care of your brows how I told you to. And you ain't take care of your lashes. I saw you on camera. Bitch, how the fuck would you see me on camera pulling my lash? That's what she said. I saw you on camera pulling your lashes out. Saw me on camera where? So you're stalking me, bitch? Shit's insane. Shit's fucking insane. So clearly the bitch had her mind. I thought that was the end of it. Cussed her out, left my review, asked for my money back. She gave me my money back. Now on Groupon, just so you ladies know, when you leave a bad review on Groupon, if they give you a refund, that shit is gone. If you leave a review and you're not a pick, it always says paid customer reviews. Notice that. Because once they refund you, now your, your review goes. So anybody who fucked up, you wouldn't know it because they just gave them their money back and got their review taken down, the bad review. So you look at her page, it's all good reviews. And then I realized all these pictures she took, they're stock photos or she took them from somebody else's page. None of them were her, none of her work. So I get a, I get a call from who presents themselves a couple days later as a Groupon representative before the review got taken down. And they're saying, take, uh, we're, we're, we're calling you. I'm calling you because you have this bad review for blah, blah, blah services. And we just want to know how we can um, get you to remove that review and, uh, uh, you know, um, accommodate you, da, 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 some bull crap. It didn't even sound right. Like, it didn't even sound right. I'm like, why would Groupon call me talking to me like this? Like, this sounds stupid. So I knew it was her, right? She doesn't even block her number. I fucking reverse ID the number. It's fucking her. It's her name. It's her house. So now I know where she lives. I know her full name. I know who she's married to. I found like all kind of, I, you know, I don't play with these bitches. People find her, bitch. Found your whole life. Your cousin, your mama, your ex-boyfriend, all of them bitches right there on my motherfucking phone. Okay. Why are you playing with me? So I was done. So she gave my money back, took the review down. I was like, oh, I got you, bitch. I got to warn the other bitches. I go straight to Google. And that's kind of where all my, my Google cockiness began. I went straight to Google. Bitch fucked my face up. Don't fuck with this hoe. I was very much more professional about it. There were no many bitches of, there were no bitches or whores in there. But definitely made it clear. Don't fuck with this. I post all them badass pictures. Thankfully, I found a lady who fixed me up. Monica, uh, the brow boss, Oaklawn. Brows by Monica, uh... She's uh, fucking excellent, okay? So she fixed me up. I still have a little scar from where old girl fucked me up that I, it's just got to fucking, you know, fade, hopefully, over time. So I put a little retinol and shit like that on it. Salicylic? Salicylic? I don't know if I'm saying right. Okay, y'all correct me. Acid. And um, I'm working on, you know, correcting that. But she hooked me up. Fixed it. No excuses. No problems. And she typically didn't do correction work. 
But uh, I think she's doing more of it now that she's gotten uh, a little bit more training and confidence. And she realizes that there's a lot of women out here getting fucked up by that same bitch. I want to say her name. Can I say her name? Alexis, you fucked my shit up, Alexis. If I ever see you on the streets, bitch, it's on. Nah, I'm over it, Alexis. I'm over it. Don't fucking touch me, Alexis, okay? Move on with your life. I hope your hand, your steady hand is better. I hope you've been practicing on paper, bitch. Don't draw brows on bitches' faces if you ain't started doing that shit on paper first. Start somewhere, okay? God, they got little Barbie dolls and shit. You know, take some ass home, wipe Barbie fucking face off, redo Barbie face. If you can't do Barbie face over, why is you trying real grown life bitches' faces? And then you can't even take the heat. You lying, you hiding behind Groupon, bitch, grow up. I don't even know how I got on this. Because that wasn't even what the episode was supposed to be about. But I just had to get that off my chest. Bitch, I will Google review your ass down. Don't fucking play with me, okay? Don't fucking play with me. Um, all right. So now that we got that out the way. Um, so here we are. So, yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about pretty privilege, yo. I hear that sometimes. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't even really know what it was. Because, you know, I'm just here existing, you know? <gasps> never been an ugly a day in my life ho so i don't know i don't know what that the lack of is like but i hear you guys i hear men especially talking about this shit i feel like dudes be more mad about that shit than anybody i think a lot of you niggas want to be bad bitches go see alexis go see alexis she'll hook you up <laughs> you'll be the baddest bitch around you the baddest them brows will be furious fucking alexis um but yeah i think a lot of you niggas want to be some bad bitches because y'all i mean go ahead nip tuck that shit ho go see alexis get all of them shits curved out your lips and do it get your lashes and be a bad bitch and you can you can get some of that pretty privilege but see for me i find that what people don't understand when they start talking about pretty privilege on some you know envious type shit is that with every, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. I will always use that quote, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because Uncle Ben knew what the hell he was talking about. Uncle Ben's words ring on, okay? Um, and so, yeah, pretty privilege is like, it's got its, it's got its downside. Yes, you get more approached by guys. But then on the other hand, that's more bullshit to filter through, Right. If I'm, if I'm if I'm not attracting guys physically, then I have to attract them with something else. And I'm filtering out a lot of guys that are just on some physical shit, right? But when you're attractive, you're going to attract all kinds of men, period. It's just a wide-ass fucking net, you know what I mean? And that can be a good advantage, but also it can be harmful because there's just so many people and so many options and so many personalities that you're running into and so much influence. And it eventually, you know, it could become too much if you're not able to set boundaries and filter out the people and the bad vibes that you don't want around you, you know? Look, cafecito. But yeah, I don't have no but we're doing it, y'all. Buy me some chilindrinas. Or some churros or conchas or something, you know? Tamales. Oh, I'll take some motherfucking green tamales in a minute. Ugh, I want one right now. Un tamal. Who, who eats un tamal, right? Who eats un tamal? Because they're tamales. I never say tamal. I never say tamal because who eats one? <sighs> but yeah, pretty privileged, yo. Like, 
it's just not as easy as it sounds. Like, you know, you get guys, they want to buy you drinks at the bar, but then they're expecting something from you. You know, they want sex. They want you to go home with them. They want to touch and grab on you, whatever. Um, so, yeah, there's an advantage, but there's a, there's it's always a cost of doing business. There's always a uh, trade-off, right? So there's just more attention and then there's more danger. You know, I've had guys like follow me you know, to my car, follow me out of a club, try to follow me home. You know, I done had to do some James Bond maneuvers to get away from some of you rapey-ass niggas. And I hope you're fucking ashamed, and I hope your dick never get hard ever again, ever. I hope that shit is permanently on gummy worm, okay? Um, but yeah, so you, as a, as a beautiful woman, as an attractive woman, you you're gonna get more attention and that don't always mean good attention most of the time it's not gonna be good attention and that shit can lead to violence and physical assault sexual assault um not saying unattractive women don't get assaulted or stalked or no shit like that she got some magic in her you gonna fucking try to get some of it if if that's if you can't take no for answer, right? You know, some your niggas be down bad sometimes. Chicks too. I see these chicks too. Y'all, y'all be all over these niggas. Y'all on his page every time the niggas say something, he can't even call on fucking Facebook without your ass in the motherfucking comments. <laughs> King. <laughs> okay, but all I'm saying is, don't don't just think because a, a motherfucker's attractive that they got that shit easy. That is just automatically that things are easier because it's not. It's a trade off with everything. Sometimes I wish I wasn't so cute, you know? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. I wish I could just go somewhere and niggas wouldn't even notice. But I've worked on it. I'm working on it. So I got my ways. I got my ways. I can get out here and, you know, catfish me an ugly nigga. <laughs> I could do my ugly catfish. Like, damn, look at her. Her self-esteem must be at nil. Nil. Don't let that happen, y'all. Don't let whatever you feel like your attraction level is ruin your self-esteem. That's some fucked up shit. And don't be intimidated by all the pretty bitches. It's bitches that are fucking... I know chicks that are gorgeous that I would, like, trade, you know. I'm not saying I would trade, but, like, I, you know, I look at myself and I look at them and I'll be like, damn, bitch. You fine. Like, you got a little extra, you know, you know, you know. And so I got no shame in that. Um, I think that's a huge problem with women. Like, why we gotta be so fucking competitive? Like, it's everybody got their little spark and their little thing. So cultivate that. Work on that thing, you know? That you ain't got, you know, you got missing teeth, that's fine. Smile with your mouth closed. And smize, bitch. Tyra showed you. Use them eyes. Smize, ho, okay? You gotta work with what you got. I just, you know, I just, the hating is just really a waste of energy. And I want y'all to stop. I really want us all to stop. I love when I see women just loving each other and giving props to each other. And men, once they see that women can't be like pitted against each other and we're not as catty, that shit gonna raise the vibration so quick. It's happening slowly but surely. But I need y'all sisters to get on board because there's so many of y'all that just really be out here on some fucking negative shit, just bad vibes and just hating and shit because you're not happy with yourself. But bitch, don't be mad at me because my parents put together some good DNA and made me fine, bitch. Okay? It's things you could do to enhance that. It's so much out here. Um, but it, I think it all starts within. It's all an internal glow. You know, I don't think I, I would be as attractive as I am if I weren't at some point within myself where I found like some kind of inner peace and understanding of myself and, and love for myself. And that translates to, um, love and warmth that I can extend to other people. And that makes you more attractive point, point blank, period. 
But you bad, you bad bitches, you niggas that want to be bad bitches, go see Alexis, okay? All right, moving on. Black economics. I want to talk about briefly uh, just how black people be fucking up. We be fucking up and we wonder why we ain't got generational wealth. Yes, slavery did us one over. Yes, you know, black Wall Street, Tulsa, town after town, uh, community after community of black, you know, uh, success and uh, sustenance uh, just squandered and squashed and violently and abruptly upended. Um, you know, by military police force. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's the story of black in America, right? We just, we get shit and they take it. Okay. Um, but we got to take some responsibility. It's always, you know, you, you, what happens to you is always what is allowed to happen to you. You know what I mean? Uh, I know y'all got mad at Kanye Kunye for the slavery is a choice, but I understood what he was saying in a way, even if that wasn't always exactly what he was saying or his intent, I can I can find in that, uh, you know, the nuance that honestly everything is a, is a fucking choice. You you have choices. It may not be the choice you want. It may be the lesser of two evils. It may not seem like much of a choice, but we always got a fucking choice. So never forget that. Um, Cause bitch, I'm team death before dishonor. Sarah motherfucking Connor, bitch. Okay, period. Okay, D-Day ho, show me, show me where the machine's at. No, okay, I love me some motherfucking Sarah Connor and Terminator, y'all. Ooh, ooh, wee. Anyway, that's a bad bitch. That's what I'm talking about. But yes, so black economics. What are we doing though, as far as like trying to stop the the bleeding? You know what I mean? Like, so for me personally, I think. I could say, like, I'd be in a better spot now if my parents had obviously done some things with giving me savings, uh, giving me, like, a little something to leave the home with, you know. Um, there was a lot of uh, rifts between my mom and myself, so I got put out early or I left or whatever you want to call it, uh, and then I would stay with my dad for a while, and I couldn't stay with him either, so I pretty much was homeless and on my own since I was, like, 16, and that shit just really just went on for... <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. for about four or five years honestly couch to couch place to place staying with people who were not people i needed to be around and then having those situations cause me further disruptions and put me back further and you know what i mean uh you know people stealing your shit clothing cars getting totaled like all types of shit you know so I, I went through some shit where like every little inch i got it got i got taken back like you know afoot it was fucked up and um so yeah so the homelessness kind of the violence in my home and is a child and the you know the um the the lack of uh, of a good home relationship as a child uh led me out of the home before 18 a lot of kids get put out before 18 or right at 18 black people really think that's okay to be like nigga when you turn 18 you on your own back oh you got a job get the fuck out of my house that shit's so fucking nuts bro this kid, yo, that's your kid, man. That's your kid. And you know it's a jungle out there, right? You know this. And so you're going to put them out there because what? Because you went through that? Because you made it and you think you're fine? You're not. Because look at you. You're fucking punishing your child for no reason except there are a black kid in your home. Um, 
So stop that. You got to have a plan. I understand if you got a kid in your house and they just ain't doing shit and they ain't trying to do shit and they think shit is greasy, you know, the, you know, fat meat ain't greasy, then you got to get that motherfucker the fuck up out of there or scare him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you got to do. But you, you don't got to do it in this violent way. Like, I feel like parents, black parents tend to have this, like, it's like so much tension and like so much conflict and combativeness between black parents and their adult young adult children adolescent children that's so unnecessary it's like they're learning themselves they're gonna be little shits yeah they're gonna be little assholes my little 18 year old my 18 year old son he up in college right now he got a little you know he got a little chip on his shoulder but i'm i I love him that's my son i want him to succeed i'm gonna let him be who he is I'm going to let him be who he is. And I'm not going to take that personally, but I'm going to try to support him in becoming the best version of himself. And I'm, but I'm, I'm going to make sure he has accountability too. Like you have to be able to set those boundaries and walk that line. I think black parents, a lot of black parents were just in that trauma, just how they were you know, raised and how they came to their adolescence. Uh, just don't understand the nuance of like, you know, giving them the room to grow but also being there kind of like as a safety net, you know, until they don't need you anymore. Um, And your kids are always going to need you. So I don't know why you would want to just, you know, get rid of them like that. No, I'm not taking care of no 30 year old, you know, they're not going to be here doing that. No, 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 no. The point is you get enough. You give them something. White kids, they get out here, they got insurance policies. They got savings accounts they got college funds they got a first job fund a start your business fund a first apartment fund we we literally this nigga will fucking get hired at walmart make his first motherfucking net 200 dollars check that he earned after fucking working 89 fucking hours okay and your ass ready to throw him out I'm almost opening my mail up like oh this is how much you get paid you can pay me this every week so how the fuck I'm supposed to move the fuck out if I'm giving you all my goddamn money? How am I supposed to do that? Where am I going to get the security deposit? Where am I, I mean, give me a goddamn chance. You ain't gave me shit else. You ain't gave me no savings to start off on. You ain't gave me no college fund. All of this is on my back. And you can say, well, you know, your parents did their best they could and that's all they had to do. Yeah, you're right. But also, nah. Because we know the situation. We know as black people, when we bring these kids in the world, we're already putting them at a disadvantage. So you got to, if you're having those children, you have to, at some point, even if you weren't conscious enough before you had the child, that you at some point got to wake the fuck up and be like, yo, I got to I gotta hand them this baton. This is a relay and I got to get them ahead of me. Like, stop that competition shit. I feel like a lot of black parents are really competitive with their kids. Like, they really not trying. I know a lot who do, who are, but I know so many that are you know still like on that shit where it's like you know like you don't want your kids to be better than you that's so weird it's so weird so the few people out there that that are still like that i need y'all to stop that shit because y'all fucking it up for us we're dealing with your your, all your mess you leaving out here you know and that's too that's the other thing it takes a village so i feel like you know a lot of us are just like oh well that's the bad parents those the bad kids those them kids they, they 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 pointing fingers but it's like, you know, we are, it's always going to be some people that's going to fall behind the cracks, between the cracks. It's always going to be some parents that's going to fall between the cracks, some crack parents or crackheads. You know, I mean, come on. Y'all know that. Like, y'all know that. So would it, it take a fucking village? We lost that in so many ways. I feel like, especially my generation, we're very much like in on some elitist shit. Like, you know, if it ain't in my neighborhood, if it ain't happening on my block, if it ain't happening in my job, my school, I don't give a fuck. Y'all on y'all own. 
not knowing or knowing, but just ignoring that eventually all that shit going to make its way to your fucking doorstep one way or fucking other. White America is experiencing that now. Black poverty and the repercussions of that are making its way to white people's doorsteps. I mean, it's always been there, but it's just becoming more and more apparent. You know what I mean? So like when you're looking at uh, just a lot of like a lot of the youth are following like a lot of that hip hop culture. And so they're internalizing all of our struggles and wanting some of them wanting to feel what that's like in a, maybe a subconscious way, but nonetheless enough that it it's internalized. And you're seeing this real like ghetto mindset, which is I, you know, I hate that ghetto is associated with black because ghetto is just it is what it is. It's just a place for, you know, poor people set off to the side somewhere. Right. And that's the world is a fucking ghetto. You know, thank shout out to war. I love that song. But for real. So it's like, hey, y'all know very well uh, that. That shit not going to stay in our community. All that bullshit y'all do to us goes out. And so it's the same thing with black folk that think they made it. Right? You saw Louis Gates get dragged out of his house by the police or whatever. Um, and it's just all, it's all the time, man. It's, it's so many countless and countless, countless stories. I mean, you're looking at Kanye and look at him. He thought he was, you know, he's off with his Kardashian in Hollywood, da 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 But then he's still having, you know black man mental health issues i mean you're not exempt from the the black trauma because you decided to ignore it and you think that you've somehow worked your way out of it you're still with us honey it's like water okay we all together it's all coagulated coagulate coagulated okay get at me get at me for the words so yeah stop putting your kids out without a plan that's just super whack man Give them a chance. Save some money. You know, every check, throw something in a separate account. I gave both my kids separate accounts, savings accounts. And every time I thought I had an extra dollar, I throw it in there for them. Um, and not even extra. You got to really just carve that shit out. No eating out this week. Throw that shit in the fucking, in the savings, you know? Give them something so that they can build and feel like, you know, they're not starting at negative fucking a hundred especially black people we don't start at zero we start at fucking negative a thousand stop doing that to your own children okay it's fucked up it was fucked up too because like my son's father died and i feel like his family and my family made things worse instead of going oh my god she's all alone and let's come around and lift her up no these motherfuckers was trying to steal insurance money trying to steal uh retirement funds trying to take social security checks, trying to tell lawyers I wasn't around, I abandoned my child. And this is all, I'm going through postpartum depression. I just had my daughter. My father's son dies. The, on my birthday, the day I'm leaving the hospital with my daughter that I just had two days prior, okay? So I was mentally fucked up. And then her father, he's a fucking dick, okay? He's a dick. So I'm I'm literally by myself. And then on top of that, I got these motherfuckers trying to take advantage of me. Lying and shit. Telling lawyers that they ain't never seen me since the baby was born and all this stupid shit. We take care of him. Bitch, what? Y'all was going to take my son from me? These bitches called DCFS on me. That's how bad it got. That's how fucking bad it got. I'd had, I'd had motherfuckers call DCFS on me within my own family. On some stupid shit. Trying to get another nigga in trouble. And you going to call DCFS and get my child wrapped up in that shit? And you think we supposed to be cool after that? Bitch, you got me fucked up. Y'all got to stop. That's that's all of it. Breaking up families, child support, 
putting niggas on child support that's already taking care of their kids. Now he in jail, depending on where he at, what county he in. They'll lock your ass up. You ain't paid your shit in two months, three months, whatever. So now he definitely ain't going to work. It's stupid. Stop. If you know your baby daddy ain't got no job when you got pregnant with him, why is you fucking trying to harass him now? Okay? If all he can do is come over there and bring man man a Dollar Tree ball, then fucking let him play with man man in that Dollar Tree ball, bitch. That's what the fuck you signed up for. You can't let a motherfucking family dollar salary nigga come in your pussy and be expecting motherfucking CEO treatment. You ain't getting no red carpet, ho. So get over it. Okay? Y'all gotta stop. Stop being so mad at people. You mad at your baby daddy. Okay, fuck him. There's so many other niggas out here. Uh, you chose bad. That's cool. Get over it. We did that. I know I have. Okay? God, I mismanaged this box for sure. Ba baby, that's why I partially this is this is a plea to, to the ladies out there, the younger ladies. Please don't mismanage the box. Okay? Please don't. But if he a good father, you know what I'm saying? If he a good man, you know he gonna take care. If he if he willing, he won't. Then yeah. But other than that, no. You know this nigga don't want this baby. Don't do it. It's a it's a wrap. Okay, it's a mess. But yeah, all yeah, all we doing is creating more and more problems and more holes and a deeper debt for our children and future generations to get out of. Baby, we gotta stop. Give them a chance. Okay, them kids turn eighteen. Do not put them out. Okay, Indian kids, Asian they. White kids too, especially since the pandemic, they will stay in the house with their parents until they in their fucking mid to late twenties, easily. And then Indians, you know, they they'd be three generations in the crib, easily. No shame in it. What is wrong with us? We we gotta stop subscribing to these uh, American standards, these white supremacist standards, and these things that are really rooted in nothing but capitalism. It's just nonsense. There's nothing natural about it. There's nothing natural about throwing your child out the house before they have a solid plan and foundation to start their own family and life. There's nothing natural about it. There's nothing natural. You can say, oh, well, look at, uh, or you pick some fucking animal in a while. Okay, you want to be an animal in a while, then you do all of that. You, you, you subscribe to all of those practices, okay? See you on the motherfucking Serengeti, bitch, okay? But me, I'm in motherfucking Whole Foods. I'm not out here hunting my shit down, okay? And so I'm going to take care of my kids <laughs> until they can go and shop at Whole Foods with their own fucking Amazon membership, okay? Goals, bitch. Fuck Jeff Bezos. <sighs> all right. And so finally, <laughs> I don't know how long we've been over oh, All right. Yeah, I got about another a eh, few more minutes. I wanted to talk about, so another reason I feel like that there is a lot of strain between parents and children and between people in general is because we really don't have an understanding of the diversity of ourselves and our individualism and our individual expression. And it has been a theme that I think is going to keep coming up in these uh, talks because that's just something that I, I feel very passionately about um, and that I feel that is really the, 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 the root of a lot of you know, our conflicts today with each other. And uh, yeah, so I feel like you can resolve a lot of that if people were just a little bit more open to reading natal charts. So astrology, y'all, I'm talking about astrology. And for those of you who are already turned off because you heard the word astrology, let's simmer down for two seconds. Hear me out, okay? So we live our life day to day 
And these planets are huge and they're moving all around us. Magnetism, gravity, force. You know, like if you take your hands, you rub them together and you do like this and you hold them like this. Like after a while you start feel, feeling the heat between them and shit. Like it's, it's shit that is not physical that you can feel, right? We know this. Energy, electricity, heat, all of this shit, right? So how foolish would it be to believe that these enormous masses of gas and uh, elements and metals and you know what I mean are spinning around at these crazy speeds in the universe being all held together by forces of gravity and that shit ain't affecting our little stupid asses running around on this planet. How do you think that just, just doesn't have any effect on you, right? The sun affects you. You know, you go outside, you get tan, you get burned, right? You feel better, you get vitamin D, right? The moon affects women. They had periods, you know, around the cycles. I know my shit always, it'll go new moon or, or full moon. Usually it's on new moon and then sometimes it'll flip off, you know, sometimes depending on whatever's going on, right? The tides, the sea, the moon. Okay, farmer's almanacs like are a good a good reference for like how there's planetary and uh you know weather and things like that that influence forces that influence our day to day. Okay, we build calendars around this shit. The fucking uh, July Julius Caesar, right? Okay, all of the plant, all of the planets. All of the fucking, uh, so you, you know, January, February, March, all that shit's all fucking based in either astrology or history, right? And then definitely the days of the week. Monday, moon, Tuesday, I forgot fucking who in, in Spanish is Martes. Fucking help me. I don't know. Uh, I want to say it's related to Mars. Uh, Thor, Thursday, Jupiter, okay? Thor, Thursday, expansive, large, spiritual, you know what I mean? Friday, uh, Frida, some shit. The goddess, it's like a love goddess in uh, Norse mythology, I want to say. Okay, so go look that shit up. Days of the week, already fucking following astrology. So literally every day you are fucking existing and you're conscious that today's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're already fucking participating in astrology. So just get off your fucking high horse, Okay. And learn something. So the first thing is if you're going to learn what your natal chart is, your natal chart is a picture of this of space of this galaxy of our solar system at the moment that you were born. The moment, the minute you were born. If you don't know your birth time, please go find out if you can. It should be on your birth certificate. You can contact the hospital if they still have those records to find out. Ask your mom, whatever. Find out when you were born. Try to get it as close as you can to as accurate as possible because that's going to determine the exact placement of your houses and your ascendant. Now, the houses are, if you take the wheel, so everything's represented in a wheel. And so that circle is split into the 12 houses. Now, there's there becomes the different in, difference in the technical aspects of how you split those houses up, and that becomes the different types of astrology. So you have Vedic Eastern astrology, you have tropical uh, Western astrology. Typically, we're talking about tropical or Western astrology, and so those houses are divided uh, somewhat, uh, I believe, evenly. Um, 
and the Vedic more so changed depending on how this constellations, you know, have different sizes. They're not equally shared. Um, but anyway, so for these purposes, we're talking about tropical. And usually that's what people are referring to. But you can, they both have a place, right? Um, so your birth time is going to tell you where those houses are going to be split and where your first house is. And your first house is marked by your ascendant. And your ascendant is where the horizon was when you were born the time that you're you set on the horizon you know technically um so for example i have a virgo ascendant or virgo rising sign so ascendant and rising sign are the same thing rising is your face it's who you come as right literally if you think about it you're coming on the horizon when you walk in a room how people first visualize and, 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 and expect you to behave and, you know, how you look to people, your first impression, that's your, that's your rising. Um, the energy that you kind of lead with and what, you know, like how people see you is how you tend to react as well. Like once you kind of realize, oh, this is how that self-awareness and you realize, oh, this is how people see me, then you kind of do start taking that shit on. So it, it, it's a mutual play. You know, I hate that people think, well, uh, astrology, you know, gives prejudgment and it makes people think and act a certain way because they're already assuming things based on your sign. But a lot of times that should just it just rings true, true, um, because it's the energy is there. Either if you had it instinctively and, uh, you know, naturally or it was cultivated by, you know, socializing or whatever. So birth time, get the birth time. You find out your rising sign, you know what your face is that's your ascendant your rising who how you appear so if you know anything about virgos know-it-alls particular uh neat freaks ocd you know uh service uh love to help others you know uh like to be you know truthful and factual and things like that so very much i think fits me Excuse me. Um, so the rising, uh, you know, is really a lot of what people are picking up on when they're telling you, oh, I think you're this sign. So when someone was like, are you a this? Usually that's what they're seeing. They're seeing you're rising. They think they're asking your son and people that don't know any better, they're, you know, they'll think they're, that that's what you're referring to. But really, typically what people see on you on first impressions is your rising. Your sun sign is where the sun was. So we know the sun is moving all year. If it's going through the planets, through the houses, um, it's going to move every month, right? Every 30 days or so, it's going to go to another sign. With the ascendant, that happens every few hours, right? Every few hours. Same with the moon, right? Moon every few hours. It's moving constantly through the day. Uh, so those things are going to matter based on your time more than anything. Sun, it doesn't need time accuracy, just the day and location, right? Uh, so I have a sun in Leo. Sun sign is your is your is your ego expression. It is who you want to be. It's what your soul came to earth to aspire to. You know, the sun, the sh the shining light. You know, the 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 center of our being. You know, hello, okay, Mercury. Mercury is closest to the sun, the messenger, right? Moves around the sun quickly, hot, right? Quick. 
communication, your brain, how you think, how you talk, how you express yourself, um, like the technology you're into, uh, how you write, um, even even like uh, like the things you like to do when you travel or things like that sometimes fall under Mercury. Okay, um, Venus, Venus, the goddess of love, the goddess of love. Venus for a woman typically her that Venus planet represents her uh, how she expresses her love, how she expresses her femininity, how she expresses her love. Um, for a man, the Venus is the type of woman he usually is attracted to. Venus is just how she attracts, you know, her energy. Um, for a man, his attraction is in the Mars. So his Mars sign is going to be his male masculinity, his male sexual, sexual energy. Venus is the femininity and female sexual energy. Mars placements uh, are also in women, just how you take, and men, how you take action, how you get shit done, how you, how you go on the war path, how you approach when it's time to be aggressive or assertive, your Mars. Um, your moon sign is your emotions. It is the mother figure. It is your feelings. It changes with time, you know. Uh, when the planets are, I mean, when the moon goes through its phases, you know, people tend to be like, oh, the moon's in this and that's why I feel like that. Like, no, that shit's real. Okay. So your moon sign is your feelings. It's your mother principle. Um, so yeah, if you want to know about how a man feels, look at that moon, look at the moon sign. That's how he really expresses himself. And the moon is how you, how you are. Your feelings are who you are. Right. Cause you don't think about that. That shit is just, it is the feelings just fucking happen. Okay, feelings don't give a fuck about the time of day, the motherfucking political uh, climate. Feelings are feelings. They just come the fuck out how they're coming out, right? Um, your sun sign is who you want to be, who you pretending to be. You know, your rising is like who, how you want to be seen. And then your sun is like who you trying to be, right? So you ain't even there yet. So when people are like, oh, you are, your son is a Scorpio, I hate Scorpios. Well, fucking Scorpios aren't even really Scorpios yet. They're trying to be Scorpios. You know what I mean? Like, for real, when you look at it like that, technically, it takes a lot of that sting away from that judgment of what your sun sign is. Because you're really your moon sign. So if you know a Scorpio and you he think he's a dick, but then you meet another Scorpio and he's cool, it's probably because they got different moons. Look at the moons. They will uh, affect. So I usually, when I'm trying to figure somebody out, I'll take sun plus moon and do a search on like how those factor in. You know, uh, for relationships, for a man, you want to take uh, Mars and moon and put them together and see how that makes him act. You know, how you think he, you know, where he he's at. Um, you want to see what kind of woman he is attracted to. Then Venus, uh, his Venus, and then vice versa. You is a woman. You want to, um, uh, as a woman, the man you're attracted to, Mars. Uh, and then how you're going to express your love, Venus and your moon. Okay. Um, Earth is Earth. It's where you are. It's your planet. So your Earth, uh, I believe, is going to be the opposite of your rising sign or your sun sign. Yeah, opposite of your sun sign. 
So your earth sign is the opposite of your sun. So whatever your sun is, your earth is the opposite. And so this is the thing. Everything's pulling on each other. Everything has an opposite. And then you, once you start looking at this shit, you realize everything's influencing each other. So I could be like this because of this way over here to the right. But if this is pulling me to the left, this other planet, then I'm going to be a little more in the middle of those two things. You know what I mean? So it's really like trying to figure out the energies and how they how they influence each other and how strong of an influence they have on each other. That's when you start getting into aspects, the angles, the degrees, uh, opposition, conjunction, you know, sextile, etc. cetera. Uh, so we did Mars. Jupiter, like I said, that's expansion. That's like Thor on your Thursday. Uh, it's, it's just about bigger, better things, exploring social constructs, religion, uh, just elevating and expansion, you know, how you how you travel, how you how you become this bigger you. So Jupiter very much resonates with Sagittarius um, energy as well. Um, every planet has a is, has a planet that represents it best. Um, every ask, you know, every planet has a sign that is exalted. Uh, or, or sorry, every planet is exalted in a certain sign. So sun is exalted in Leo, obviously, um, cause that's just right. That's what it resonates to, uh, the planets that are ruled by their rulers, right? Uh, Mars. So Virgo is more of an earth influence. Um, you know, Mars is going to be Aries, etc. So it's once you start looking into that and then you start putting together numbers, colors, days of the week seasons, elements, archetypes, like they all really fall and follow the same thing. So the, the chakras, the colors, the numbers, even musical notes, you can lay all these shits out and you can match them all up to the same type of energy. So like, I believe like, like the number nine is very much giving Mars energy, right? Nine, because like when you see prices on shit, they're like $5.99 as opposed to just saying $6 because psychologically the 99 makes you want to act. Mars, Mars, get shit done. Let's go. Okay. Um, and Aries, right? We know Aries are, they're, they're the actors of the Zodiac, right? Um, not in like a fake way, like a, they do shit. They get shit done. They're taking action. Okay. Period. Period. Um, and then, yeah, so Saturn is the old man, is the father figure. So very much resonates with Capricorn energy. Okay, the goat, the old goat. Uh, Uranus, Aquarius, which are wild, crazy, rebellious asses. Okay, Uranus is a planet that resonates with that rebellion, times of changing, unpredictable things, unexpected happenings. That's what Uranus is. Keep things interesting, Okay. Neptune, that's the sleepy planet. That's Pisces. We're dreaming, okay? Illusions, fantasies, lies, deception, right? There's always the, 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 the positive and the negative, the above and below, right? So always remember that there's duality in everything. And it just makes it easier to understand things and not be so emotional about them. And last but not least, Pluto. Pluto who uh, was told that he's not a planet anymore. Um, and I'm sure is really fucking broken up about it way out there thinking about what these scholars on earth have to say about it. So Pluto is not a planet anymore, but astrology said, fuck that. You're still with us here. 
And I know they like introduced another sign. I didn't get into all that yet. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm just barely figuring out the regular shit, okay? Don't be remixing this shit while I'm trying to get the regular shit, okay? But Pluto, way out there, right? So uh, Pluto is more like a uh, void, like the, the unknown, the... <clears throat> it's the... Like if Moon is subconscious and Neptune is like the dream world, like uniting you with all of the the um, different aspects and and, and uh, dimensions of life, right? Uh, Pluto is like the absence of all of that. Yeah, in a way, like the absence of it. Pluto's a, Pluto's a, a very uh, enigmatic planet. Pluto's hot. Like if Pluto was a guy. I'd want me some Pluto. Like, Pluto, they they banished you outside the, the fucking solar system. How do you feel about that sexy Pluto? Pluto would be like, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here just doing me. You feel me, Shadi? What you want later? You know what I'm saying? What you doing about seven o'clock? See, Pluto sound like Pluto would make plans. Pluto would text me. Pluto would have a plan. And Pluto would be on that shit. And then Pluto probably just abandon me and be on some old fuck shit. And I'd be like, where the fuck this nigga go? Been looking for you all night. But, you know. Can't win them all, you know. You, this is what you this is what you asked for. You wanted an out of this world nigga. He's out of your world now. That got weird. That really got weird. I'm sorry. Not really. Not really sorry about that. But yeah, so you can go online. You can get free charts. Uh, Astrolab, I think, is one of them. Uh, Astro charts hyphen charts is a, another good free one. Um, but you, I encourage people to go do your own birth chart first. So do yours. Look up the aspects um, and just start reading them and researching them. You can even get like readings done where they'll tell you what these aspects and how they play on each other. So as far as like, you know, Mars conjunct moon or Mars conjunct this or sun opposite, this, you know, all of that will have a different interpretation. So but you can do those on your own, but I advise you to, uh, you know, look them up, find a professional site uh, that will give you a, a, oopsie, a free reading. Um and then also, I have this book I can recommend for sure. It's called Astrology Illumined. Astrology Illumined. That's I-L-L-U-M-I-N-E-D. Um, I'm sure I'm saying that right. I hope the phonics work for me. And um, Revealing Soul Through Astrology by Donna Mitchell Maniac and Sarah Traub. Um, I actually bought this book, I believe, on their website directly online after somebody referenced it. And I was like, oh, this sounds really dope because it's a very um a very minimalist so it's like so down to the fundamentals it's just so good it's so good and it just breaks this shit really fucking down um so i recommend it um and it was great because when i ordered the book the lady actually emailed me and she was like how do you like the book you know what were your plans with it well let me give you a tip you know and she, she told me to um really just focus on my own chart. So like kind of go through the basic planets. Um, and then once I get like that down, then just go through my own chart and then start looking up things and then using it more a reference than just reading it straight through. She said, you could do both, but you know, to really, you're not going to get anything out of it until you apply it to something real. Right. So to do your own chart, but I recommend this book. If you really want to know more about astrology and how to read your own chart, um, because reading it yourself is so empowering because there's things you're going to see in your own, especially where your children's chart. So that was what I was going to say too. get your own chart done. If you're pregnant, get your newborn chart done. Okay. 
get the charts done, people, and, and start learning about yourself and accepting some things about you are just things that are just going to be. But they don't have to be a sentence. So you can have a quality about yourself that is a negative um, expression in your life and bringing you negative consequences. But typically that is a sign that there is a balance that you need to find. So find what that opposite force is. Find what is is influencing that force that may be expressing negatively and then figure out how to counter it or what lessons you're, you're, you're learning. Because I feel like what astrology has taught me more than anything in learning my own birth chart and my children's birth charts is that we come with equipment. We come with trauma from past lives. That's your south node and your, uh, sorry, yeah, your south node and your, um, shit, Lilith? Ah, it's one of them. Ah, fuck, I fucked up. I know what it's called. It's in my head, but I can't get it out. Um, but yeah, there's, um, why can't I think of what that is? I'm gonna have to look it up. But there's, um, there's a lot of information about yourself that you'll get out of that chart. And it gives a lot of patience with people and knowing where they are and like how they need to grow. And, uh, you know, just the, 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 the blueprint of like who you are. It's not a sentence. It's not a destiny. It's nothing faded, but it's a guideline. It's a guideline. It gives you patience with your own flaws and it gives you a respect for those signs that, you know, you may say, I don't get along with, you know, oh, I don't like Libras, they're liars. Oh, I don't like Gemini's, they're fake. Oh, I don't like uh, Leo's, they're too full of themselves. Oh, I don't like Virgo's, they think they know it all, they think they're so perfect. Oh, I don't like Cancer's, they're too emotional. But when you start to understand why every sign has to do what it has to do. And then you see in yourself the flaws that you have. And this book breaks them all down, like what you need to work on, what, you know, how each sign relates is so good. Then you start to see that you ain't all of that, that the next person ain't better than you. And that y'all all are here to work together. Like we asked for this. To me, that was the biggest epiphany of all was just knowing that, man, dead ass, you know, we we came here with a plan because I, I when I really look at my chart, I'll be like, bro, you did this to yourself. Like you must have really been on some shit this, that last life because you on some shit, girl. Uh, I cannot think of that planet, though, that uh, aspect that is really like your wound. Like whenever you see it on your chart, that is instantly like you should know this is where like I had a problem in my last life and this is where I got to figure it out. Why can't I think of the name of that goddamn aspect? But anyway. Uh, I'll figure it and I'll post it in the, uh, I'll do an overlay or something. But yeah, so guys, pick up this book. Go look up your charts. That nigga you couldn't stand. That bitch that you hurt you, you know. Go look up they fucking chart. Go figure that shit out. Why they piss you off so much? What was you, what, and why you, why they piss you off? Because why they pissed you off was the lesson that you needed to learn. And if, you were, if you're still mad, you ain't learned the lesson. So with that being said, y'all, I still ain't figured out what the fuck that is. I don't know. All right, I'll figure that out. But uh, that being said, y'all, I'm out. I hope y'all have a beautiful week, weekend, all of that. And I will see you next time. Yeah, that's not the midheaven, yo. It's not the midheaven. That's something else. 
bro it's gonna piss me off when i figure out what it is because i know it's i know it and i'm really just like you know i'm really fucked up but anyway go study them archetypes go pull up your chart stop kicking your kids out build them up to be better than you you want your kids to shit on you man set the kids up to shit on you okay that's what that's what we supposed to be doing black community okay um and yeah and stop hating on the next person because what you think they got is better than yours because it ain't always like that and they're paying a price that you may not see and that you may not want to see so if you're ugly appreciate your ugliness fix what you can fix put some makeup on it i don't know put a hat on on your your crooked head i don't know what to tell you but you need to you, we need you here and it's you're more than a physical being okay you're a spiritual warrior and you're here to do something so let's get it done bro that's it that's all all right love y'all peace out and make sure y'all check out my new song i'm gonna play a little bit on it tip of this and uh it's on Bandcamp, y'all beyond and above for my uh spiritual kundalini freaks out there a little something to manifest with your lover too all right all right bye <laughs> Tell you